Blog Talk Radio. Across the country and around the world, streaming live on the Internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. It's a new week filled with some incredible opportunities. I know that I have been on the phone all day, and Julie's been on the phone all day as well, Uh, with uh, coaching clients and with free coaching calls. It's been a really exciting start to the week, and I think you guys are going to find today's, not think, I know you're going to find today's radio show to be quite illuminating as far as thinking, as far as focusing, and as far as getting the most out of this 7- to 10-year real estate uh, recovery. So remember, this is the nation's number one real estate coaching radio show, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working right now to make you money in the real estate industry. So we are going to focus today on a question, and this is a question I love to ask whenever Julie and I are doing live events or the radio show like today, because it really, again, opens your mind to, I think, really clarifies a lot of the thinking or what you should be thinking about when it comes to being an entrepreneur. So, guys, here's the thing, and here's how we're going to, I'm going to set this up, and then we're going to kind of gr- jump right to the topic. So all of you get your real estate licenses, and you obviously get your real estate licenses hoping to sell houses, hoping to make money, hoping to create some financial independence. In many cases, a lot of you have aspirations of actually creating some true wealth. Well, that's fantastic. And what happens along the line? What happens along the way? We get confused. We're given conflicting information. One hand, we're being told to build a team. Another hand, we're being told to do direct mail. Another hand, we're being told to do all this buyer referral only stuff. It's very confusing, and you honestly don't really know how to separate the truth from, let's just be honest, some of these well-cloaked lies. Because really what is the bottom line and what is, matters most in your real estate uh, business is one word and one word only, and we're going to share that with you in a second. But before we do, and of course without any further delay, I want to welcome my lovely wife, Julie, to the coaching call. And uh, Julie, welcome, and please be ready Thank to share much. some great coaching story. Yes, go for it. All right. Well, staying on our topic du jour today, what is your product? Don't, don't, don't show I'm the hand. I'm not going to reveal don't. it. I am okay. not going to do it. No worries. You, you sometimes I just wanted to share. I just wanted to share a recent call and okay, it, where I was asking such questions as, what were your total number of units last year, buyer side, seller side? This was to a free coaching call request. Agent didn't know the answer. What was your total gross commission income from last year? Guesstimated pretty close. Office manager had told this person what the top line was. What was your net? Not really sure, but as soon as I get my taxes done, I should be pretty close to that. Okay. Where did your business come from? Didn't really track it. Okay. So these are the types of questions that sort out where to go in coaching, right? So we're trying to figure out what level of thought process are you about today's Topic, for example, what is your product? And you've got to know the answer to certain questions to get closer to that truth. So I just think it's interesting, you know, so many agents go through life not knowing their numbers on any level. And that can really bite you. So it's kind of a prelude to where we might be going. And then when we're in coaching calls, you know, we get into this 
usual drill at the top of every call, what have you done? What do you have pending? Are you on track or off track? And we track those numbers because it's so much easier to get there when you know where you already are. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, and you were very close to walking the edge and showing our hand of what the topic was today. So good job on that. <laughs> yes, I know you have to tell you what thinking about it. It's a cliffhanger. That's right. All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and this is going to be the only commercial we're going to take today's, during today's show. And when we come back, um, and, you know, this is a special warning. There's going to be some of you who are going to listen to today's topic, and you might be a little mad because what we're going to tell you is going to feel like it's conflicting information from what you've been reading, what you've been told, what maybe some of you have even been, been coached to believe. Open your mind to new information, get out of judgment, thank you, Howard Britton, and get into discovery. So I'm going to challenge all of those of you who are feeling like you're going to dig your heels in if you're confronted with some conflicting information to open your minds and at least be receptive to a new way of thinking. So we're going to talk about that when we get back and get ready to take notes. And This is our only commercial today, so uh, we'll talk to you in about a minute. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you're asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach. A proven, market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes. A coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best, not someone who is simply assigned to you or, even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. 
And just so you guys are clear, the free coaching calls that we offer are literally quite exactly what we're saying. There's no hidden agenda. You're not going to be talking to a salesperson. You're going to be talking to one of our coaches. And by the way, Julie and I are keeping ourselves in the roster uh, as far as uh, coaches' availability. And you know, we can do free coaching calls ourselves. And on Friday, I've also expanded the amount of open spots that Julie and I have for free coaching calls just because we've been getting so many requests from you guys. And a lot of you guys didn't want to have to wait two weeks to talk to Julie and I. So we've actually, I think, increased our availability of coaching spots by at least 50%. So I want all of you guys who are on the fence about really what direction you need to go in your real estate business, request a free coaching call uh, by going to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And remember, we give priority to those of you who are currently one of our coaching students and really any of you who have been our coaching students in the past because we've literally had tens of thousands of you uh, in one of our classes, especially our big REO class and our short sale class. But, you know, our, the coaching now, the direction of your real estate business has to be back towards a more normal market. In some markets, obviously, the short sales and the REOs are going to be viable for years and years to come. So stay focused on those. But have that be a spoke to your business and learn how to really, frankly, cash in on the real estate recovery that's just in the very beginning stages now. So existing coaching clients obviously give priority, get priority. And those of you who are ready uh, to hire your own personal coach, you know, honestly, a lot of you guys have been through other coaching programs in the past, and you have a real clear vision of what you like and don't like when it comes to coaching, and that's fantastic. Um, I don't want to get into anything that sounds salesy because this is our radio show. So the bottom line is just go to uh, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Um, I have availability, available spots, I think, towards the end of this week. Julie's got some as well. We'd love to talk to you. We truly enjoy doing the uh, free coaching calls. All right. So back to regular scheduled programming. So, Julie, mm -hmm. yes. I'm going to set the stage. So we are now in front of – this is Julie and I having a private conversation, so you guys got to act like you're not listening in. <laughs> so Julie and I are now walking on stage in front of thousands of you. And by the way, in essence, that's what we're doing right now. Between those of you who are listening live and listen and replay, it's thousands of you. So I'm going to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Julie and I are standing in front of you, and we're now going to ask this question. It's a very short question. Uh, easy to understand question, it's not complex, and then your end of it will be to essentially shout out what your answer is. So I want you to imagine that. We're in front of you, okay? The question is, what real estate agents, realtors, small business owners, because that is what you guys are, if you don't believe me, just you know, look, read your tax forms when you send them in tomorrow. You know, and It says self-employed on there. So you do own your own business. You don't work for Prudential. You don't work for REMAX. You do work for yourself. So at the end of the day, frankly, if you, don't, if you are not clear that you are a small business owner, well, you know, the government is, and you should be as well. So the question I have for you, small business owner, is what is your product? Realtors, agents, all of you listening right now, live and in replay, what is your product? It's an interesting question, isn't it? I want you now to answer that question. I want you to actually say out loud, my product is... So go it's ahead. It's not a trick question, guys. This is a serious, simple question. What is your product? What is your product? Should we throw up the Jeopardy music? Doom, 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 doom. That, isn't that the Jeopardy music? Or is it that is. Wheel of Fortune? I don't remember. No, okay, good. good. So what is your product? No, it's not good. It's bad that I knew it. So what is your product? <laughs> right. What is your product? Now, here are the answers that a lot of you are thinking. And, Julie, you can help me out with this, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So what are they saying? 
Okay, so typical answers that we hear is uh, my product is good customer service. Yes, my product is uh, homes. My product is uh, happy clients. My product is, uh, you know, customer service is the number one pe thing people say. Like, you know, somehow I'm my product is customer service, you know. Somehow my product is a, uh, is a listing or my product is a buyer or my product. So you guys are all thinking about different ways to answer the question. In a way, and, and, and every answer that you're thinking is right, honestly. That is part of what you do. But your product and the way you have to think if you are owning your own business guys, and it does not matter what you sell. You can sell pies, you can sell dry cleaning, you can sell real estate, insurance, it doesn't matter. Your product is, you ready for it? Wait for it, wait for it, it's one word, it's very easy to understand, profit. Your product is profit. Oh, Tim, oh my God, my product I'm is I'm not a in team. it for the money, Tim. I'm not in I'm it. Not, well, good for you. I'm glad you're not in it for the money. I'm glad you're running a real estate nonprofit. But for those of you who are in it for the money... I know some of you right now are listening, and you're going to be in conflict with that. No, 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 no. I don't think about money. I don't think when I think about my real estate business, I don't think about profit. I think that my job is to give superior customer service and form a really great team where everybody's dreaming and accomplishing their goals, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's fine. How's the profit working out? So here's what happened, guys, and this happened sometime in the last probably 25 years. Agents have been led to believe, and really this is outside of our industry too, because when we talk to other small business owners, we see this happening as well. Your goal is to form a community. Your focus should be on your culture. I mean, if we were right now to talk about how to form company culture, it would be like, oh, wow, Tim and Julie, they're, like, they're almost godlike in their understanding of company culture. People like that stuff. It's all trendy. Oh, you know, all these other types of little you know, trends that have emerged into the real estate uh, vernacular about where our focus should be. I hear it coming from individual agents. I hear it coming from the, all these agents who think they're supposed to be forming teams. I hear it from the CEOs of the real estate companies. They're focusing on all these sort of trendy things. Um, you know, Here's the bottom line. Your product is profit. If you don't believe me, watch what happens when you stop making it. Mm -hmm. Watch what happens when you stop making profit. Does your business stay in business? Do you are you able to pay your bills? Okay, well, can you eat? For, for everyone who said my product was great customer service, what kind of customer service can you provide if there is no profit? Hey, hey Julie, come out of your office. Your phone reception's bad. So yes, that's the bottom line. Can you eat great customer service? Can you can you actually uh, you know are you if you're confused about what your product is, and a lot of you are. You really need to clear your brains out and realize that your product truly is profit. And if you don't make profit, if you're not making profit in your business, if you don't know how to make profit in your business, that's called normal because most people don't know how to make profit in their businesses. Because let's say, for example, you are a really good, you're a great salesperson. People like you. They want to do business with you. Everything's good. But no one's ever taught you how to actually build wealth for yourself how to pay off debt, how to actually become rich. And remember, rich is where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. You've never learned these things, but let's just say you came to the industry as a great salesperson so you can sell houses. And let's say you even learned to sell a lot of houses, and then let's say then you follow the, you know, the team trend and you form this big team where you have you know, 17 buyer's agents and you have a listing specialist and you have all these other people running around. But 
your philosophy of thinking that, well, my job as a business owner is to form a big business owner with a happy company culture and all these other types of things, but you've never taken into consideration the fact that you have to make a profit, how is that working out for you? And I'm not trying to be facetious when I ask that question. What I'm asking you to do is set aside sort of these trendy topics about what it means to be a business owner, what it means to be a successful business owner, and question yourself why you're not saving more money. And question yourself why you haven't paid off all of your debt. And question yourself why you think selling hundreds of homes per year is more important than the amount of money you have saved. And question yourself to think why is it you're spending so much time thinking about forming your team and not really focusing on why you're not making more profit? Is it because you believe, you actually believe that you will actually make more profit as you increase your volume? You don't. The reality of it is, is if profit isn't your primary objective, it is not your primary focus. If it is not in your fore, in the front of your brain as being your true product, you won't have any. And that is what happens to so many of you. You know, year after year, you work your butts off, and at the end of the year, you're asking yourselves, or you know, those of you who are business minded are asking yourselves, what the hell do I have to show for it? And then you rationalize by saying, well. I was able to sell X number of more houses this year, and granted I didn't save any money, and granted I probably have accumulated some debt, but next year I'll do better and I'll save more money. And then year in and year out, year in and year out. I mean, guys, how many agents do you know who successfully retire from selling real estate voluntarily versus essentially people having to sell real estate forever because no one has ever taken the time to explain to them that your goal is to make profit, and with those profits, you reinvest and you create passive income. So, Julia, am I, is there anything I'm missing with explaining this? No, I think that their mind is in the right place when they have uh, answers like selling houses, you know, giving uh, great customer service to my clients, but something has to generate that. I had an interesting conversation with someone who was building a team and had that same kind of outlook. My my product is a great team. My product is providing a great experience when people come into my office. And she was talking about wanting to get away from being a listing agent and towards simply managing her team. And my job as her coach was to remind her that there will be no team if there's no profit to pay them with. So being a listing agent is what actually drives and fuels things and making a profit as a result of your great customer service that you provide to those listing clients can fuel the team. But to focus just on managing the team, get your eye off the ball, which is profit. Make sense? Well, and then let's drill down on this even further, okay? So I had an interesting conversation going on with someone who is basically believing that, you know, we're talking about teams now, which wasn't the focus of the call, but I think teams and forming teams and worrying about your team opposed to worrying about profit is one of the biggest things that's leading to really agent hardship in the nation right now is this belief that you have to form some sort of team. The best, most profitable real estate practices are essentially three or four people, three or four people who are driving 50 to 60% or more of every dollar that comes in into a savings account. In other words, they are paying themselves first. We can get into all the different ways of managing your money on another call. But here's the conversation I had with this gal. Tim, I am forming my team. I have seven buyer's agents. I am focusing on my culture. My product is happy customer service, 
And she said all these sort of traditional things that sound like she'd just gone to some big national real estate convention, that type of thing. She was just parroting back other things that people had said to her. And because she believed that they were credible, maybe she thought that, okay, I don't need to question what I'm being told. You guys following me here? A lot of you are guilty of the same thing. So then I said to her, I said, so what is your goal of having this real estate business? You're spending you know, year in and year out building this real estate be- business. I get the fact you you got a team. I get the fact that you love and respect your team members, and it's like a family. I'm not making fun of any of that. I totally understand what you're trying to accomplish. But you, agent, the one that's taking the risk, the one that's putting in the time, the one that's basically using all of her life energy on this business, what the heck is your goal? Why are you doing this? And she thought about it, which I appreciated, and then she came back and said, well, one day I want to be able to sell my business, okay? Again, another fallacy in the real estate industry. So here's what I questioned her or I challenged her to do. I challenged her to go out and find somebody who has successfully sold their real estate business. And then we had another free coaching call. And by the way, after this free coaching call, then she got it and she signed up for uh, coaching with us. But here's the second thing she came back with. She could not find a single example, and by the way, I knew she wouldn't, of someone who'd successfully sold their real estate business. And I'm not saying where you refer off your business and you get a piece of the transactions. I'm saying where basically someone wrote a big old check that made it so all of her essentially life energy had some sort of liquidity event at the end, so it made sense that she'd spent all of her time building this team and doing all these activities. Nobody buys real estate practices. Nobody's going to buy your real estate practice ever, ever. The amount of money, the money you make from selling real estate is what builds the wealth. I'm going to say that again. And a lot of you guys have to really struggle with this before you actually decide to stop suffering. The only real way you make money in real estate is not from, not I'm saying real money, not just paying your bills money, but real money, money that's investable, money that then can be put into action to produce passive income for you. The only way you ever do that is by having a profit mindset, and I get that it's not trendy, I get that in some people, in some circles it's offensive, but having a profit mindset, paying yourself first, really focusing on the profit you pull out of every transaction, having that be more important than anything else, customer service, good customer service, and all this other stuff happens when you focus on profit. If you're not focused on profit and you don't give a hoot about basically how much money you do or don't make, everything else is going to suffer. But if you decide that you're going to focus on making a profit, then everything else has a lot more urgency to it. Everything else is a lot more, um, you know, it's just a lot more clear about what is or what isn't working. You're going to stop trying things, or as Julie says, you're going to stop being a sampler. You're going to stop looking for silver bullets. You're going to stop wasting your money on online buyer lead generation. You're going to stop doing all the things that so many of you are doing that piss away your profits, okay? So the money you make from selling homes, the profit you take from selling homes, that money has been reinvested in things that produce passive income for you. That is called rich. You then basically pay off all of your debts, including your house, and then you produce enough passive income so that one day, hopefully sooner than not, once you decide to actually embrace this mindset about actually being a successful business owner, yes, you can be successful by selling houses in our industry. If you sell 10 houses or 20 houses in a year, you're considered a top producer. What I'm talking about is not the real estate industry rules. I'm talking about the rules that you need to be applying to yourself as an entrepreneur so you can truly build wealth. The money you save, or really in many ways force yourself to take, 
from selling homes, gets invested, and that produces passive income. Passive income enough that hopefully sooner or later you'll be able to wake up in the morning and you'll be making enough money from your passive investments that if you chose to not work that day, you could. Or what will most likely happen is that once you've accomplished that goal, you know at that point where you know you can do it, you're going to have a quest for more of that. And then the profits that come from selling houses, they don't have to go to paying off old past debts. They don't have to go to paying for some whiz-bang marketing thing. They go to what? Acquiring more passive income-generating assets. Get it? That's amazing, isn't it? How simple that is, how logical it feels, but how rarely it's practiced. Julie, can you explain why so many agents struggle with this concept? Uh, Honestly, I think a lot of it comes from ego, if we're being honest, the ego of wanting to run something, wanting to be in control of something. And sometimes, Tim, you're talking about a lot of big-picture stuff. I was thinking about some of the day-to-day things where they think about profit. They make different decisions than they might normally. Agents that say, well, all I wouldn't do, I'm not going to chip into that deal to make it close. I'd rather make nothing than help out my client. Those types of crazy decisions where it's better to just help out here and there now and then and be a little bit flexible for the sake of what? Profit. They make different decisions when they're focused on the bottom line. I had a conversation with an agent who was massively overpaying and providing all kinds of vacation um, time and days off and all of this stuff to someone who was basically barely clocking in to work on her team. She's making different decisions now that we're focusing on profit. So it's both the day-to-day operation of the business and also the big picture of stop believing that there's some kind of magical exit plan that somebody's going to write you a wonderful check to just take over your business. Do it on the day-to-day, transaction-by-transaction basis, and then invest that in things that make long-term wealth, just as you said, Tim. But I think it starts with the daily operation and how they're thinking. And, you know, here's what's going to happen. And this is the dream. If I had a magic wand fairy dust, pixie dust, whatever you want to call it, that I could just basically give you guys, and this would be it, that someday soon, and I'm not talking about 10 years from now, I'm talking about the next, say, three to five years, just depending on where you sell real estate and who you are, that I would be able to wave a magic wand and that you would literally be able to wake up in the morning on a Monday, just like today, and the normal, you'd still have that pang of Monday anxiety. You know, most people have heart attacks on Monday. Most people... Yeah, exactly. I mean, the normal pangs that one gets at the start of a week, you might have that ever so slightly, but then you're going to think to yourself, you know what? I actually have accomplished a goal, and I have become rich. I know that this month, whether I sell a house or not, whether I decide to go on vacation or not, that I've got enough money coming in that I have actually accomplished the goal that very few people ever do. Everybody says they want to accomplish it, but very few of them do. I want you to wake up and have the clarity of thought to know that you were able to cut through all the malarkey in the real estate industry of all the different things that you should be focused on. You no longer are going to be suckered into the conversation about building your brand or building your team or all these other types of things. Those things have relevance, guys. They do have a place, but you've got to be clear that if you're not building your business around profit, you're never going to get to that moment of you know, financial freedom that really is the reason, if you truly drill down as to why you got your real estate license, that is why. You wanted to be rich. You wanted to at least have the sense of no longer having to work for your money where your money works for you. That only comes from a shift of your mindset. It will not come from your branding. It will not come from your team. It will not come from buying buyer leads. 
you have to shift your mindset about profit and then run all decisions through that filter. Am I going to take this action? Am I going to buy this widget? Am I going to go listen to the silverboard salesperson? Am I going to sign up with this coaching program even? And the answer will become very clear, and you won't have to spend a lot of time thinking about it, because you'll be able to say, will this activity lead to more or less profit? And if the answer is, as it mostly is, maybe sometime in the future, hypothetically, if you, you know, stick with it long enough that you might get the benefit from it, that's not something you should be doing. That's called speculation. Okay, that's called gambling. You guys have to move away from uh, succumbing to the gambling mentality, the passive agent mentality, and drill down on the fact that the agents who are proactive in this business, who focus on profit, are the ones ultimately who are getting the most out of this real estate recovery. That's what we want for you. That's what drives us. And, it, you know, if you are getting what we're saying, especially if you're a little offended by what we're saying, it's because that is your inner self saying that you should be listening to what we're saying. Request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Guys, we have passion for what we do, but the passion comes from the fact that we hope that we're making a difference for all of you. Request a free coaching call. Let's see if we can help you get your business and your mindset back on track. And we'll talk with you tomorrow morning, or I'm sorry, tomorrow afternoon. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>